Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Crushing Depths, a D20 Modern Real Play Podcast. I'm Paul, the GM for this campaign, and showrunner for the LTM Gaming Podcast. 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 Last week on the podcast, our characters fought Manzikorian and Karanzan, the Illithid and Ulitharid, who retreated in the face of Sal's sheer power. Unfortunately, they also took Courtney. Now, our heroes struggle with the next step. Fortunately, meeting back up with Lydia has its perks. This week on the podcast, we'll teach you how to make an artisanal scarecrow. We hope you enjoy. Karanzan sucks. <laughs> he looks directly at Sal and says, to Sal's mind, you've made a mistake this day. And the air in front of Sal sort of turns and bends in a weird way. And Karanzan pops out of existence. Oh, so he's dead. (laughs) He's obviously afraid of the bullets I threw at him. Because I think throwing them would have been about as effective as as your shots were. See, I I scared him. He was afraid he's going to lose another tentacle. His tentacle is still on the floor under Sal. I think you should totally have it stuffed and put above your mantle. On the farm, anyway. But Manzikorian's like, hey, why not me? Uh, Manzikorian looks around. <laughs> uh, he's still got a tentacle attached to Courtney. Uh, let me see if he can... Oh, that's nice. Uh, he does the same thing. And both what? he and Courtney pop out of existence. Lousy railroading Paul. We could have killed the final boss that's not Cthulhu right now. You guys almost <laughs> did kill Karanzan, actually. Uh, probably one more hit from Sal and he would be dead. Which, this was supposed to be an extremely difficult encounter. And the fact that Sal critical and, and he took off like almost half of his hit points in one shot. Yeah, Illithids <laughs> aren't well known for lots of hit points. Yeah, he doesn't have a great AC either. Uh, They're supposed to be really good with their abilities. I'm, I'm sorry I missed. He, yeah, that's true. Paul would have just given him one more so he could teleport away. No, if you guys, I don't, I don't want, I mean, if it got to his turn and he got a chance to get away, he would totally do that once he got, like, that already, you know, that was his behavior prior to combat. But uh I would have let you, if you killed him legitimately and he didn't have a chance to act, that would be fine, too. Um, just, like, just like Del. Courtney, as... It, whoops, did I just, did you guys see that paint? That's where I moved the characters up to. <laughs> I didn't see anything. Oh, okay. Mine's not zoomed out far enough. Uh, and at, Courtney screams at help as she, you know, as she's bent through this shifting door. And I instantly communicate with Losnir. How do I, how do I track them? But Losnir is you know, the equivalent of mentally frothing at the mouth. Yeah, well, they're uh, gone now. So and He says to you, I cannot track them. You must track them. Oh, good, good. This is probably why you're dead in a sphere. <laughs> oh, you are no Odin. Okay. And we are out of combat. But I need to go find something to use my cloak of invulnerability on. 
I would say I would walk into the local magic shop, but that would just be back home. Well, Sal's running. <laughs> you guys don't Sal have to get down. Yeah, you can just describe says, it. We have, to get, we have to get in the car. Or Sal goes running down the center aisle and says, we should probably get back in the car and head out somewhere. Am I the only one that hears TJ become digitized often? I hear that. Yeah, okay. I do too. Yeah. You didn't oh, respond no. last time, Paul. So I didn't like, oh, maybe I'm the only one that hears that. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, robot TJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you what Karanzan said to me while we drive. Okay. I spin around like I'm in 300. Everything slows down for a second. <laughs> and then I rush out the door and jump, and it slows down again, and I go through the sunroof and into my seat. Okay. With chest heaving. <laughs> Except that I think you're driving Lydia's car, which doesn't have a sunroof, so Russ just jumps and slams into the top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vanessa walks in the car. Gifted. <laughs> Right. With bosom heaving, Sal gets into the car. <laughs> Is there a way to make the staff small again? Jeff, you you did it before. You can basically you just think and it happens. Okay, and can I and and I can let it go or not? What do you mean let it go? Like before I like it kept going into my hand. Yeah, you can put it in your pocket. It has to be on my person. Basically. It has to be on your person. Yeah. Okay, I I don't want to be holding it anymore. Okay, and I want it small in my pocket. That's oh, no guarantee that it won't hide just... hide in a pew and let some kid find it? <laughs> That's no guarantee that it won't just, you know, you won't find it in your hand at some other time. That's fine. I just, for five freaking minutes, I want to act like I'm not having, you know, conversations with the possessed sphere. Uh, and it was as I get back in the car, I say to Russ, don't ever run in front of me again while I'm holding the sphere. It doesn't like you. Uh, what? <laughs> Most near the spear. He doesn't like you, which means he'll probably try to kill you. Is he wanted in five systems? Never mind. Let's just get out of here. I'm sorry, I don't understand that reference. It's too old at this point. He's been escaping into the car. Yeah. You're all in the car. You don't need to move. Yes. Okay. Here. Let's do this. No, we totally need to move. Yeah, Paul, I I have no frame of reference if you don't say we're in the van. There is no van. Why is it a van? (laughs) We should have a van. I guess you said van. And if I think I should have a van, poof, I have a van. Right. Tell Lostinger to turn into a van. A van of smiting and death. (laughs) I I, I say to Lostinger, if you become a vehicle with which I can transport myself and my friends. I'll be able to train or track down the elephants faster. <laughs> uh, there's no answer to that. <laughs> I'm not Bumblebee. <laughs> Damn right. Although he's been dormant for millennia, <laughs> he's still aware of the Transformers. Yeah. Just like the Transformers, he found the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, he's, um, he's going to start talking jive soon. 
That's cool in this background. <laughs> Excuse me, I talk jive. <laughs> I speak jive. <laughs> I, Stewardess, I speak too. jive. Yeah. <laughs> I like my coffee black. Like my men. So, what are you guys doing? Russ is driving um, away. Apparently we're going to Croft Squares, because that's what this shows. <laughs> well, does Vanessa ever say, no, wait, don't go here? What was my rationale behind not wanting to go there last time? You didn't, didn't want to bring the, the wackos. The, yeah, you didn't want to bring the Mad Max. Oh, right. Yeah, we're not going to Croft Squares. <laughs> this is just your neutral map. This is where I'll put oh, you okay. anytime we're not. At a specific in something specific. Yeah. Okay. Um, we can go to the farm if you want. I just don't want to go. Is that like Return to Thunderdome? <laughs> yes, Ooh. it's exactly Should like that. Is there? Sal directs Russ to drive back to the farm and explains to them. So when I was talking to Karanzan, he said that the vision that I told you guys about where I saw those giant tentacles coming out of the water, um, that was the return of their master. But he didn't remember, didn't know why I would have seen a small child in the vision. Um, he also said that when their master returns, it's going to take over the world and allow them to rule. Um, but don't they always talk like that? Yeah, except that he also then basically told me, like, now to prove, like, my loyalty to them, it was time for me to kill Courtney. Because they were done with that whole, with the whole Golden Dawn organization. Oh. You hear Losnir, you know, Losnir can hear what Sal was saying, and Losnir says to you, actually, quite calmly, you have to find Doknir. I say out loud, forgetting that, forgetting that I can't, that no one else can hear him. Who's Doknir? Doknir. Or whatever. Who's Doknir? That's the other part of the staff, the other part of the spear. You knew the head. that. Yeah. The head. Yeah. Vanessa knew that. I say, do you know where it is? You already asked me. I don't. Then how do you think I'm gonna find it? Go find it. What? I'm just imagining that Lothnir's response is find it. Lothnir says to you, Crowley. Where's Crowley? Oh, it's okay. So I guess I'm just driving. Yeah. Did you hear me, Steve? No. Oh. Lothnir said to you, Where's Crowley? Said Crowley. Where's Crowley? Now, he's not mentioned Crowley before. Nope. I say Crowley who? Who's Crowley? Crowley, the disciple of the Illithids. Now, I've done enough research on the Golden Dawn group to connect it, right? Yeah. So I say Al- Alistair? Yes. He's dead. Long, long dead. He searched for us. Okay. He helped recover me for the elephants. He must have found Doknir as well. So if I find him, I'll find Doknir? It doesn't say anything. As we're driving to 
Sal's farm, I say. So the spear wants me to find the spearhead. And he says it's that Alistair Crowley is the one who may have it. He's obviously long dead. But that's at least the place for us to go. And maybe finding the two pieces will get it put back together and get the spear out of my head. Unless you guys have some other idea. So, I think we need to figure out if we're going to align ourselves with which group. I don't because think it's so Quick, quick question uh, before we waste any more time on it. Has anyone tried uh, triangulating uh, Courtney's key? Like how we like search for? Uh, oh, I'll start. To, I'll just. I'll do that while people are mm-hmm. talking. Go ahead and roll a computer check. Yeah, you know, they did some magic flim flam and ended up somewhere. She's probably still connected. Yeah, just as long as she's still on Earth. Uh, computer use. 21. Uh, you, you're unable to, de- to determine where she might be. Uh, you actually are able to determine that either her key has been destroyed or it's not within range of any satellite, which would, in your estimation, put her almost she has to be somewhere like it, basically there's satellite coverage over 99.9% of the world at this point for you know for and communications during the caverns yeah exactly um, yeah the, the deal with that TJ you keep bringing that up um the deal with it if you haven't picked up on it yet the the Balor are actually uh more high tech uh and they that's intentional that your keys worked it underground and everything like that's something that they purposely set up. If you remember when you were in the orders high hangout under Columbia, your keys did not work. Uh, and that's, that was intentionally the way it was supposed to happen. But anyway, yeah, you, you're not unable to find her. Ooh, neat. Super neat. Yeah. That took me about 10 seconds to do that. So. Which is much easier than TJ's map freezing on his computer <laughs> for a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Did I, miss uh, I don't think it was this map, but it was a map that I had available to me because it had still been yeah. on my computer for months. Yeah, now. I think it was oh, wow. Watkins Glen. So um, you guys are driving for about half an hour to get to Sal's farm. Well, did anybody was? Do we? Can we finish our conversation before we necessarily get there? Yep. Sure. In case it well leads us to being diverted somewhere else. So, so you were mentioning the alignment thing. Right. So continue on with your original thought. So Sal so, so was saying we should probably decide who we're aligning with because I don't think that either side is going to let us go freely. I think that if you can't get rid of that staff, it's going to force you or perhaps draw those ballerites to you or force you into battle against mind flayers. I think that my ability to communicate is going to draw the mind flayers to me and is also going to make the Balorites, you know, try and do the same thing. 
And Ross, I mean, you've just started to go through some of these changes. You know, who knows what more is going to happen to you still. So, you know... I think it's, I, I think it's fairly clear which side we don't have a choice but to follow. You pretty much have to side with the... If nothing else for now, the Valorites, because they're not talking about some giant squid thing coming out of the ocean and killing everybody. Moreover, I agree I, with that, but I'm also kind of done playing Red Rover here. Uh, no, I'm thinking, <laughs> that's why I said for now. I know, but uh, I, I don't think maybe at some point we have to introduce them to each other. Yeah. On our terms. And just lay out. Oh, yeah, the, the Joker Deer is here. Oh, yeah, uh, all the stuff that you want is here, my mm-hmm. players, and then just, like, leave and, and put it on YouTube or something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd be okay with that. Oh, no, no, I'm totally fine with that. I'm just saying that, in theory, if we have to pick a side right now, like, if it comes to that. Oh, oh, and I'm going to tell the Hell's Eagles guys to meet me right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'll tell the Wait, other people that they have no Did you say Hell's or Hell's Evils? Hell's Eagles. Aw. Really hoping for Hell's Evils. Oh. <laughs> Hell's Weebles. No. That's not funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> so anyway. Um, Sal yeah, says, I'm completely agreeing with that. I'm, I'm in agreement with that as well. I think that you know, I didn't like the feeling that I got from Van when I met him. Um, you know, I am terrified by Karanzan and also feel like they wish poorly upon the entire world. I feel like the Ballarites at least are disillusioned into thinking that they mean well. Maybe we don't agree with that, but at least, you know, like they're... Disillusioned or, like, delusional? Yeah, probably delusional. Okay. Um, delusional enough to believe, like, that, that they only have good intentions. Right. But, you know, can't see the damage that it would do, but I think that, you know, they could at least be reasoned with. Um... To a degree, I don't see that at all from the mind flayers. So, okay. Um, so another reason I don't mind going to the farm is if those Valorites show up, you know, they don't need to know about crop scores necessarily. Right. I don't think that they don't know about it, but if we can keep it disassociated, that's fine. Um, I think we need to contact Lydia and at least bring her up to speed. Just Might be a good idea have. just to have her come up to the farm. That may not be a bad idea either, depending on what she's been up to. There's room in my bed. Oh, jeez. <laughs> she's totally more interested in Russ. He's, he's willing to do a three-way. It's always been one of his fantasies. Hmm. He keeps having dreams about tentacles and babies. So. Guy on girl on fish. 
<laughs> um, so, so we're all in agreement. We'll go back to the farm. We'll try and figure things out a little bit. We'll have Lydia come and meet us there as well. Right, well, we can call her right now. So I'm going to call Lydia. Okay. She picks up. Hello. Uh, hey, Lydia. It's like two in the morning. Oh, but she picked up very quickly. She picked up very quickly. She's obviously awake and alert. Um, what are you up to? Just working. What are you doing? Oh, on the building. Oh. Uh, do you think you could take a, a break for a little while? Uh, sure. Uh, can, you meet a, can you meet us up at Sal's farm? Uh, don't you guys have my car? Take yeah. a bus. <laughs> bus. Buses run 24-7. This is the future. Yeah, they actually do. That's how Sal gets around everywhere. She's like, I'm <laughs> She's like I, yeah, I can, but it's going to take me a while with the bus. That's fine. We don't mind waiting for you. <laughs> like, uh... You know, if, if Russ wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind bringing his motorcycle, she says, hopefully. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'll see you in ten minutes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I know that thing's fast. <laughs> so, it, she hangs so, up. It's actually, it's actually more Russ's crash rocket that she wants to play with. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right, Matt. I'm I'm competing with you. I'm gonna to try to beat you at every stupid pun stuff that you made. <laughs> I appreciate it. Damn it! <laughs> the opposite of what I wanted. I know. <laughs> you thought it would discourage me. It only encourages me to step up my game. Yes. Anyway, uh, yeah. Then we'll just uh, wait for her at the farm. Okay. So you guys are at the farm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. and you're, you're not gonna... I'm in the privy. What's that? <laughs> I'm not able to select myself. Oh, no? Wait, uh, and my picture says Russ. Russ, yes. it does say Russ. <laughs> okay, uh, I remember that one. You're oh, married now. You're both Russ. <laughs> Now can you move it? Can oh wait, yeah. wait. So this is Steve's campaign that he's <laughs> given the Paul to run. Yeah. And now we're finding out that it's like that. Um, oh, what was that movie where it ends up being all the personalities? Identity. Identity. Yeah. With, with Amanda Peet. Yeah. It wasn't a coincidence. Yep. <laughs> so I'm John Cusack. Mm, I'm thinking you're. Cell. I'm thinking you're the... What's Am it? I uh, Ray Liotta? Or? <laughs> you could be him. But I think, I think you're the, the, the dead porn star gets put in the um, dryer. Oh, thanks. You. So, you guys are just sitting around the table at the, the farmhouse, not doing anything for the next... Probably going to be another 20 minutes before... Oh, I'm going to be... Probably upstairs in one of the rooms, probably trying to keep watch okay. in different directions. Yeah, I don't think we're just going to be sitting in... No, and I'm checking uh, the the 
triangulating to make sure that she's on her way. Yep. I mean, even just every couple minutes, you know, not not watching intently, but just making sure uh, I see hanging on, you know, various cell towers or whatever. Cell, just the, the TJ's still awake? Yep. Okay. You are feeling a little bit odd as the farmhouse is quite empty uh, without the constant presence of Enzo and Carmela and the occasional Izzy uh, outburst. So it's feeling pretty empty at the moment. Uh, and you guys basically wait. And Lydia, you hear that, uh, you know, Russ, you can see her from pretty far off. Uh, Vanessa, you are tracking her as she comes up the road. And you hear the motorcycle roar up the drive, basically, up to the house. And she gets up and... Not on the door. Who is it? Housekeeping. <laughs> Hello? Come on, up. Come in. Okay, she comes in. Hello? Sal? Vanessa? Russ? Yes, all three of us are here. Yep. Okay. I'll come downstairs. She tosses your keys to you. Thanks. I she, catch them. Uh, is actually... She's wearing, like, overalls. Uh, she still has welding gloves on that she probably forgot to take off before she got on the bike. And uh, it's basically, you know, she's got the, the typical... Uh, like welding goggles. And, yep, welding goggles on. Um, her, You know, her cheeks and her hair streaked with soot and oil and grease and things. She's obviously been working, and she just pretty much walked out the door, got on the bike, and came so she lifts her. She lifts the flap on the goggles. And says, "What's up?" Well, we should probably explain to you what's been going on. And so, Sal starts to explain about the realistic door sound effects. <laughs> it wasn't a door sound effect, Jack. <laughs> Let my dog out. Um, Sal explains about Watkins Glen. And um, getting and captured. All three of us are kind of telling the story. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. She's like, wait, like, you know, you guys are interrupting each other, and she's trying to keep track. And she's like, wait, wait, stop! He's trying to back you up because uh, you're probably you know talking over each other. Oh, and, and oh, oh, wait. Details. I was just, yeah. I mean, I was just thinking like, oh no, don't forget about the three crows. And yeah. The big white one. Or, she's, you know, you, obviously, when you start saying stuff like that. She's like, what the hell are you talking about? See, that's how I feel. Sal had a bird shit noogie. And <laughs> it's not, no, it's not a the... huge dance craze in Lithuania. Guys, is there something I should know? What's happening? This is crazy. So, uh, it sounds like, well, just... <laughs> Finish listening to the story. So, you know, then goes into the important stuff about, like, you know, getting captured by the beholders because, you know, those are the people that we have to this point been seen as the enemy and explaining how they're crazy. But um, then Vanessa had this thing and I let Vanessa sort of explain about it. She looks at Vanessa. Explain what? What thing? 
the staff. Oh, I'll show it to her. This is a low sneer. It's kind of dick. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. She, she actually takes her goggles off. She's so confused. Probably, she probably just lowers them around her neck. And then she's I'm, like, the, I'm just going to think it big and then think it like as big as it'll go and then think it as, as small as small as it'll go. She like, actually, yeah. <laughs> she reaches out. Can I see that? No. Just <laughs> look at it. I like, I like recoil my hand. Yeah. With chest you see heaving. with your eyes, not with your hands. <laughs> with chest heaving. <laughs> no, I mean, and then I'll show it to her and be like, yeah, so the long short of it is someone within their god structure once wielded this. It is a sentient weapon. It talks to me. You guys can't hear it. It is mad that it doesn't have the spearhead. See how it's just a staff right now or a rod when I shrink it down? Supposed to have a spearhead on it, and that's what that's what he wants me to do is find it. So right now we're trying to talk through everything to see if there's a a reason to go after it, uh, or how to get me to not be able to hear it anymore. Okay. And then yeah, Alex trust me, I've been dealing with this for the past two days or whatever. <laughs> oh, and I, I look at I'm like, what the hell are you guys talking about? It's and actually then, been like. like Seven hours, maybe six hours, seven hours. So it's fine. Think it's Glenn. Yeah, since yeah. since the staff activated, I'll say. Fine thing before then, like when we had talking birds and lobstrosities, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say that Lydia. I mean, if you remember correctly, all the circumstances relating to us and the asylum. This is just another day at the office. The asylum. I Paul is confused. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh. Where we found Leo's North Brother Island. Oh, or? North. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. It wasn't an asylum. It, yes, it is. <laughs> I Did we make that canon then? Okay. Just like there were hobos, it was an asylum. We've all decided. Because <laughs> technically, the the undertunnels of Columbia were in real life uh, used as like a mental hospital, but. I guess we need two mental hospitals in this campaign. I think we need like seven. <laughs> the way we're going. I mean, yeah. so, okay, so so back up. You're saying you're telling her from the asylum. It's been crazy. yeah. I'm just saying that you know, given all we've seen, or not, and all I know that she's seen. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. is weird, but but she's seen like, weird shit too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is like a seven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so she's like, okay, I, I guess I follow. I don't know why you called me, though. Do you need help with something? Well, in part, we we want to, we believe strength in numbers, but also safety in numbers. The, the, the unfortunate fact is that I don't know how much low sneer can get into my brain. Uh, Her eyebrows that, go up. In the same way that we don't know how much low sneer is connected to the rest of their group as to such that they may come and try to find me or us, and they may try to go to places that they know I've been to, like cross squares. Losnir says in your head, connected, I'm not connected to anyone but you. (laughs) So then to perfectly display this, I'll say, see, he just said that he's not connected to anybody but me. But he's a staff. Who knows? 
And well, part and, of it is we just want to make sure that you know you weren't left alone and that something happened that craft squares because of us. And we want to make sure that you're safe too. Yeah. The she says she looks at. Oh, sorry. No, no. Finish, finish the, the love moment, Paul. <laughs> no, it. she she looks at Russ and says, um, "Thanks, but honestly." You might want to come back because Crop Squares is probably one of the safest places you can be right now. What do you mean? Yeah, what have uh, you been up to? Well, you know, I, I wasn't wasting your money, Vanessa. She nods to you. Like, I don't know that I can describe it adequately. You have to come back and see. But it is quite safe. Even though I'm only half done. I looked looked at the rest of the group, like, for their reaction. I'm okay with it. I know about the creepy artwork in this place. The only, the only (laughs) thing that I'm concerned, the only thing I'm concerned about is collateral damage for other people. We may be safe, but if these, either of these two groups, or worse yet, both of these groups come into the city, we know how much damage some of the beholders caused when they came in. Vanessa. What? <laughs> what, what? We need to finish the job. What job? You're not finding those illithids. Yeah, I'm trying. You're not letting me talk. And I need some sleep, by the way. I look back to the group. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just, the visual is just really hard to get by. Yes. So that Sal being someone who can communicate with a group of people totally telepathically, totally gets it. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> and. <laughs> um, I'm gonna pull out my gun. I feel hungry. How about you? Sure, let's go to the fridge. Hold on, though. So long. Just. Resolution of the of the last comment, just to get the group's feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we are going to meet probably endangering more lives outside of ourselves if we go back. I mean, there's that. There's also the fact that no matter how safe that place gets, you know, there really isn't a safe place per se if they can transport it and out, like we've seen. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I say at least we stay here for the night. I would love to go back and see what you've done, Lydia, but... Um, she nods. I, I, I would be more comfortable staying here. But I, I'm open to what everybody else has to say. I'm not. That's not a decision that's an asking. The only thing I would add is, you know... It it is your shop, and yes, it might be secure, but it doesn't mean that you know if we got into a long firefight that it wouldn't be damaged in some way. I'm not I'm not nearly as concerned about about that. I know what you're saying, but I think part of the problem is it's you know they've been operating in and out of the city, you know. Before us, so. There's probably still a presence there anyway. That's true. Well, can we stay here the night? At least get some sleep and then head sure. up there tomorrow? Agreed. 
Okay. We'll do maybe just have somebody uh, shift through. So, like, three-hour shifts or something. Get a good night's rest if possible. Sure. Avoid the wood chipper. <laughs> I'm going to let my dog in. I'll be right back. Okay. Are there any scarecrows on this farm? Uh, I'll let TJ answer that question. Um, or do you have any straw? I, well, yes, we have lots of straw. Okay. That might be close enough. I would say that there's probably, like, a decorative, like, artisanal uh, <laughs> scarecrow that, like... <laughs> that Endo <Carmella>, made? <laughs> no, that Carmella in own image. put in, like, her garden. <laughs> Enzo has a softer side. He has a crap side. He, Enzo, in his spare time, also... Oh, I forget what it's called now. He weaves lace, doilies, tats. He tat lace, I think. So, yeah. Uh, Lydia looks at Russ, or mostly at the group, and is like, are you wanting me to stay here, too? I appreciate you keeping me in the loop, but... I don't know how I can help. Except what I'm doing. For right now, it was mostly a thing of we don't know how much either group really knows about us. They shouldn't be able to connect us to crop squares, but that doesn't mean they won't. Okay. And how about how about you stay out here with us tonight, and we'll all go back in to crop squares tomorrow, and then you can show us what you've done. Oh, okay. I guess I'll stay with you. <laughs> Looking only at Russ. Looking exactly. <laughs> Sal, totally oblivious, says, "Okay, well, uh, everyone, I'll, I'll where be you in my bunk." Sleep. Wait, so and, if if Lydia is is clear, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Her chest is heaving. This episode only ever has to be named. Yeah. (laughs) Heaving bosom. I never said the word bosom. (laughs) I said bosom. It's true. Um, Anyway, I wanted to. You totally did, just like three seconds ago. You said it, Steve. Shut up. And don't edit it such as that. (laughs) That's just going to start with Steve saying bosom over and over again. Please take a whole bunch of sentences. I'll start speaking longer in between words <laughs> and make up an entirely new sentence that I do not. Uh, oh, so anyway, I wanted to take some uh, scarecrows or, you know, basically take some of uh, Enzo's uh, clothes and stuff them with some straw and basically make my own and uh, put one or two up in the... Uh, the top of uh, the barn that's number 10. Okay. To make it look like we've got sentries up there. Okay. Since, you know, it kind of seems like, to me, the obvious spot to put them. And then I was going to climb up on the um, the windmill and actually be up there and looking out and try to lay flat. Ooh. You're going like, to... That's where you're, like, going to sleep? No, I was going to... Well, it's my shift. I was going to perch up there, at least, for a while. <laughs> nice. 
big clothes. <laughs> I don't think I can make it any smaller. That's one. I guess I can. Oh, Nate, yeah, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Am I missing something? That is exactly my plan. <laughs> Look at the picture of the barn, TJ. Oh, I was not quite high enough. Got it. There you go. I think, I think we're all <laughs> high enough right now. <laughs> so Russ is up in the windmill, and you guys are, I guess, according to Russ, setting watch. Lydia's gonna follow you, Russ. Like if you're gonna watch, he's gonna like try and climb up with you. I mean, okay. Oh, we totally need the romantic interlude here amidst all the death. <laughs> if we have sex, there's the possibility of new life. She's not gonna have sex with Russ. On top Russ, of Russ, they have sex. <laughs> Odds of zombies increase. <laughs> that's, a, that's a risk Russ is willing to take. <laughs> I'm up here, you're down there. Roll a balance check. If you fail badly enough, you'll Uh-oh. die happy. <laughs> no. Or sprain it on his, the way down. His reflex will be that he turns and crushes her <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> And she she comes up on the windmill with you, and she's actually going to just, I mean, it's, it's probably fairly warm up there, but uh, mm-hmm. she's going to sit close to you and be like, does this seem any way reasonable to you? What you just told me is crazy. I would probably think it's crazy, too, except I was there and saw it all. You don't want to die a virgin, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. When Nessie's not there, she says, I mean, what is, I mean, it doesn't sound like you guys have a great plan. <laughs> I don't know. I oh. mostly don't know that we have a plan. Thank you. Well, We've just been kind of running from one thing to the next and mostly trying not to have the hell beat out of us. So why not just, I mean, what's, what's the end? I mean, you can't just keep running from these things or keep being, living in fear of all these things coming. Sure we can. Well, I think that's, that's why we're trying to figure out what's going on so we can try to get ahead of it at some point. Yeah. Like I said, I think, you know, maybe if what it's going to take is leading the two groups at each other, but at least maybe try to control when and where, you know, so we don't lose people, you know, that we care for. She goes and grabs your hand and holds it. Aww. I'll hold it back. And puts it up to her breast. (laughs) You missed a word there, Steve. (laughs) Her heaving breast. Heaving, yes, you missed heaving, thank you. <laughs> it only applies to Vanessa specifically. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. She just um, and and she quiets down from there. She just sits and like stares off with you. So, um, anyone else? Sal and Vanessa are just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, Sal is asleep. Okay, waiting to be woken for his round. Okay, uh, Russ, go ahead and roll a spot check. Okay. Twenty-two. Okay. 
Your watch passes uneventfully. Oh, unless I cinematically stand up and put my hand up over my <laughs> eyes and tear back and forth. Right. Then it's yeah. 23. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you go back and wake someone up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lydia comes down with you. Mm-hmm. And she will actually follow oh. you into your room. Okay. Uh, the obvious body language is I'm not having sex with you, but I'd like to stay, you know, just sleep with you. Mm-hmm. And Russ's obvious body language is, I don't really I'm, care. I'm <laughs> fine with that. Sex with me. I'm fine with that. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm out in like two seconds. Okay. So. And I probably snore out of my gill. But. Oh! <laughs> Very nice. Your whole neck vibrates. <laughs> Uh, you, you, need get, like, you need to get like three of those sleep masks. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Sal, what are you doing? You're woken up by Russ. I, I I walk up to him and I I kick him gently to wake him up instead of even just like shake him or anything. It's just like eh, your turn. I'm laying in a bed. I know. <laughs> like so you jump on the bed and then kick me. Comes up and then kicks you. Yeah. It's cinematic. Plus Holding the door pick. quietly. He walks in. <laughs> kicks you in the face. I'm very sneaky about it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to go up onto the windmill, Sal? Definitely no. Yeah, I knew the answer to that one. Yeah. Sal goes and uh, just stands outside, or stands in, like, the living room so we can look out the window. Okay. Like, towards the road down the driveway. Uh, go ahead and roll a spot for your watch. Spot is... Okay. Seven. Okay. As you don't notice anything, passes eventually. Are you going to wake Vanessa up? Well, you said it was like two in the morning when we called Lydia. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if we did three-hour shifts, it's already like eight. So yep. I'm just going to stay awake. Okay. I mean, it's like six hours, but you've only slept for three. I know. I, I assume that I nap. Like, you know, <laughs> when we when we drive places, so I drive pass- and I just sleep. You're passing up on the opportunity to come upon a sleeping Vanessa? I'm worried that she's not asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and she's armed with that spear. Just right. she's, she's asleep, but the spear moves of its own volition and... Wag Sal between them. No, 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 no. It's got to be way funnier than that. It has to be slightly longer than normal underneath the sheet so it looks like she has morning wood. <laughs> Gross. He walks in and he's like, oh, that's an image I'm not going to get out of my head for a while. <laughs> okay, so. If it was an 80s movie, he'd say, oh, she's pitching a tent, and she would literally be, like, under, like, a three-foot tent. (laughs) So Sal is just kind of dozing in the living room during his watch. Are you guys thinking you're trying to get a full night's rest? So, like, another three hours? So a total of nine, basically? Which, In which case it'd be, you know, like, noon. Sal would probably wake up from the sun. Or are you trying to get up before that? I know, I'll get up whenever somebody wakes me. Because Russ probably didn't go to bed until about 6. Till the break of dawn. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? What? Um, Is anyone trying to get up before it's been a full night's rest? 
I will get up no. for my shift if I'm b- woken up. If not, I will keep sleeping. Okay. We'll say, actually, Vanessa, you just wake up um, at about 11 o'clock. It's been eight hours. Okay. Okay, you're up. Nobody else seems to be awake. I'm going to go take my watch. Okay, Sal's dozing in the chair. It's 11 a.m. Okay. Okay. So, I guess we'll just go to noon and everyone wakes up? True. Sure. Okay. So, y'all get a full night's rest. Uh, TJ, you'll have to figure out how many hit points you actually get back. Uh, enough. Enough to be full. Well, it's my level in hit points per hour, so 6 times 7 is 42. It even works while you're awake, so... Well, right, but I'm just saying. So it's been nine hours. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, way more than enough. Okay. Uh, and the, all the rest of you get seven, right? Yes. Sounds appropriate. Wait. What happened to Vanessa? Oh, she, had, she had 43 hit points. How's that possible? What do you mean, how's that possible? I only have 38 written on my sheet. Oh. Did I not did I not write it down last time? Uh on, let's see. Thirty eight. You are correct. I must have messed up her attribute. No, I didn't. It says thirty eight. That's what I just said. Yeah. No, it says thirty four. Shouldn't it say thirty eight? It does now. <laughs> Sorry. You're terrible at this game. <laughs> Russ is the only one who's not full, looks like. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Russ wakes up and Lydia's there with you. You guys all head down to the kitchen, I guess. What are you doing? I'm gonna give, like, the big, clearly, uh, mischievous smile as they walk in and I'm sipping my coffee and I'll say, So! How'd you sleep? I don't know, the scarecrow fell down. <laughs> Woke everybody up. Awesome. I'm specifically, obviously, looking at at Russ and Lydia. Lydia looks. She has the decency to blush and looks a little. Like, oh, we slept fine. Mm. She's probably still got her goggles on. <laughs> and and nothing else. <laughs> uh, as you guys are sitting there. Sal, your phone rings. Hello? Hey, is this on? Hello? Hey, Dad. <laughs> hey! I have great news. What's that? You know, we won the lottery. <laughs> we got a timeshare. Did you know that Izzy had tickets for a vacation? Oh, crap. She woke up just not long after we left. And so she and your mother went to the to UK. So he, Dad, uh, I told you you were supposed to take them down to Florida. You were supposed to tell Izzy that she couldn't check in because she was too drunk, and I felt bad for her. Then. And all worked out. She took your mom. Your mom was excited to go. God damn it, Dad. He's obviously hanging up on him. <laughs> Ten minutes later, I was like still telling the story about some, you know, <laughs> some waitress that was really hot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you hang up on him. He's 
it rings, 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 and finally, uh, what do you want? Can I talk to Grandma real quick? Yeah. There's some rustling, and she's not really handing it. Hey, honey. Mom, where are you guys? term of endearment for an Italian mom's son. I don't know. I'm learning so much in this game. (laughs) Hey, you hunk of crap. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, honey. What'd you say? Mom, where are you guys at? Oh, we're we're on the plane. (laughs) Actually, maybe Matt can help me out here. How long does it take to fly from New York to, say, London? Um, probably about five hours. Oh, then no, okay. So they're definitely not in the plane anymore. She's like, oh, we're in London. Yeah, they're there. That's great. We should have done this ages ago. That's great, Mom. You guys have a lot of fun, but can you do me a favor? Sure. What What do you need? If you're approached by anyone, us. Who seems strange, especially anyone who says that they know me. Please don't trust them. Oh. Okay. If you meet anyone who acts that way, just go back to the hotel room and call me real quick. Okay? Okay. Alright. Tell Izzy to have fun. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye. Love you too, Mom. Bye. Okay. Everyone at the table, like, as the entire conversation took place, saw Sal, like, go from, like, furious to, like, just resigned, like, ugh. (laughs) For what it's worth, I did listen to the sections on the last audio, like, four or five times to make sure that no one actually took the tickets from Izzy. (laughs) Good job, team. (laughs) To be fair, I assumed that it was super late, and... She was, like, drunk and had passed out. And what happens when you assume? Yep. <laughs> to be drunk fair... people wake up sober? Well, she wasn't yes. necessarily sober. She was just lucid enough to convince Enzo it was a good idea. To be fair, if uh, Sal had caught me trying to uh, pat her down looking for the tickets, I'd probably be in the hospital right now. <laughs> so, what do you guys do? Lydia looks around the table... Uh, no one's doing anything, so she gets up and starts making coffee. All right, well, there's already coffee made, so she can just yeah, pour what's already say. there. Oh, did you say that already, Steve? <clears throat> I said she I said was sipping my cup of coffee. coffee when I was making oh, coffee. Oh, 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 okay. The devil's in the details, Paul. Mm-hmm. Right. If you read through the script, it clearly says coffee was already made. <laughs> Don't just glaze over those sections. They're, they're there for a reason. Just because it's a sidebar doesn't mean you just get to skip it. I was supposed to read, you wake up to the percolating sounds and smells of coffee being made by Vanessa. Handmade. <laughs> French press. Mm. No, it's probably just a Keurig, so you only made mm-hmm. one cup. <laughs> just in the little cake cup. There you go. <laughs> All Did right. You actually get your own. That's enough digression on coffee. Let's see. What are we doing? Well... Let's uh let's gather ourselves up real quick and I guess we're gonna head back to Crop Squares now. Okay. okay. I will while 
Uh, we're basically getting ready to leave. I'll be compiling information about where Alistair Crowley is known to be buried or if he has an estate or something like that. Okay. Or an obscure museum. Right. <laughs> like, the museum that I would probably be running if, you know, I knew about it. Go ahead and roll your research check, Steve. Uh, da, da, da. 17. Okay. You are aware that Aleister Crowley was, what's it called when you burn someone? Cremated? Cremated, yes. He was cremated. Burn someone. Immolated? <laughs> he was cremated. Uh, he, there was a famous quote unquote black mass, which was his, his cremation ceremony funeral thing. But his two main haunts were a place called the Bullskin Estate on Loch Ness and, uh, in Scotland? Yes. Okay. Uh, right, like, on the loch. Road trip! As, and a place called the Abbey, uh, that he called the Abbey of Thelema, or Thelema, that's in Sicily. Uh, Cephalu, Sicily. Let's really screw with Paul's plans and go there. Come on, who doesn't love Italy? Probably yeah. not Sal. Okay. Lee's like, ooh, Italy sounds romantic. Somebody, somebody, <laughs> that. Uh, she's probably like, I don't know about Italy. They're all smelly. <laughs> she's right. Or, or is is Sal Italian or Sicilian? Because he's Italian. Okay. Just because he ran a gang when he was little doesn't mean he's Sicilian. <laughs> anyway, so, he wanted to be Sicilian. Yeah, that's what you learned. Okay. So you guys get back to Cropswares. Are you taking your motorcycle, Russ? Yeah, I was. Okay. I was gonna ask Lydia if she wanted to to drive it or if she wanted to ride with me or. Okay, she will. Okay. <laughs> I tossed the keys to Vanessa since I don't think Sal should be driving. Yeah, agreed. Okay, you guys arrive uneventfully back at Crowd Squares. I will. I want to research. I don't know what the hell Lydia did to your building. No, 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 no. I was going to ask her that. Uh, see if there's any been any reports of the Illithid. You know, like we know there was an explosion, and we know that something happened, according to Courtney. Like, is it showing up in the regular news? It's showing up in the regular news as an accident of indeterminate cause. Ah, so it, it, it doesn't necessarily look like a cover-up by any stretch, just... No. Okay. Just, it, it's, it's been not long since it happened, uh, and there's basically what you find out is they're still investigating. Uh, on your, on Vanessa's, you know, blog roll, there's all sorts of theories about what actually happened, uh, everything from, you know, the, the pod people to the <laughs> pod people, Paul, please. The, uh, um, the lizard people, <laughs> you know, various people. various people. You should, you should post some crazy theory about a group of, uh, radicals being led by a talking stick and a bunch of, uh, <laughs> you know, talking birds and other things out there that no one will believe. Right. 
Last couple weeks, let me explain the stuff that's been going on. <laughs> I was going to say, Vanessa hasn't had a chance to update her blog yet. Right, yeah. yeah. That's so. true. All right, so I'll ask Lydia to walk us through what she's done. Okay. As you walk in, everything uh, looks pretty normal. Uh, are you just walking in the front door? Yeah, it's my place. Okay. She goes, now that you're here, uh, and and as you get through the, the when I say pretty normal, it doesn't look like there's any structural anything going like when you approach the doors. Uh, there is a under closed and under construction sign up in the window. She's I, say like, how long, I say, how long has this been up? Well, I didn't think you'd really want customers, you know, and she opens the door and you look inside and there's like machine parts everywhere. Uh, she's like, don't, don't worry, don't worry. Don't freak out. I'll have this all cleaned up. She's like, now that you're here, I can, uh, you know, upload this to your, to your key and we can test it out. So, uh, she links with you and uploads a small software package that links to your key and you see you have some virtual controls over the building, uh, including lockdown, weapon systems, um, communications. There's one other thing I thought. Let me find. Faster than light travel control. <laughs> Air conditioning. <laughs> right, right. Temperature. I think somebody changed the thermostat. I'll be right back. <laughs> I can't find it in my notes. I'll let you know when I find it. There, was, there were four controls. Anyway, there are various stages to each. Uh, when you're looking around, you, you do realize that there are portions in the walls. Like, say, I'm going to ping up here. Down here, above the stairs, where she's actually ripped out chunks of the walls, and there are some gigantic Gatling guns mounted in those spaces. Discreetly, I assume. On swivel arms. She's like, don't worry, it'll all be concealed. You won't even be able to tell the difference when I'm done. She's like, just uh, hit, hit, hit the lockdown. <laughs> Literally the... Closes eyes and hits button, not knowing what the effect is going to be. Basically, in front of the windows, the doors, every all the doors shut automatically. And you hear them clicking, locking, and the thick armored plates drop down in front of the windows and the door. On the outside or the inside? On the inside. Okay. Um, you hear... You know, you hear this just thunk, 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 thunk from all throughout the building. So I'm assuming that's the other windows, maybe? Mm-hmm. Or the windows. Lydia, Lydia looks pretty proud. It's like, mostly the armor is what I've been working on. So anytime you can lock the building down and no one can get in or out. Uh, the, the guns aren't quite operational. I still uh, haven't found a great supply of ammo for them. I'll go and uh, take a peek at them and look at the armor and Okay. Uh the armor looks like it is oh, it easily stop some pretty powerful rounds. And I had the gun see where did I put the nose for this? <laughs> She's continually showing you guys around. There are basically the armor extends not only to the windows but uh throughout the walls as well. So it's not just that the windows and doors are armored, but also that 
yeah, that's built into the structure of the building. She's like, you know, I kind of had to make sure the people in the neighboring buildings were either not there or, you know, they didn't really care. So uh, some of the money kind of went to paying your neighbors off a little bit. But I think this is this is this will be good. Right. Oh, oh, good. Sure. I'm impressed. Like I, I do plan on installing some more weapon systems, but basically you can communicate remotely with the building, put it in lockdown from wherever you are, activate the weapon systems. Uh, you got the weapons are infrared tracking, and they will track if you have your keys on. They will track who you are. I haven't, you know, unless you guys want to be chipped. I haven't quite figured out a better way of doing it. So someone could take your key and impersonate me, impersonate you. But this is the best way I've found to handle it. Uh, they're they're basically Matt. If you're wondering, the guns are pretty much they look like the basically mini guns. Sure, I uh, know what kind of ammo to shop for now. <laughs> the big kind. Mm-hmm. So the bulk size. Bulk, yeah. yeah. Sam's Club. She's like, you can also link through the communications on here, and uh, she she kind of directs you through the menus to get to a point where you can see an overlay of crop squares, and you can see who's there. For you guys, it has, like, you know, a little map and your names next to the point where you're standing. Uh, and there's, she's like, if there's anyone else in the building, they'll show up as a point. So, anyway, that's pretty much it so far. I'll get back to you when I figure out what that fourth thing is going to be. Okay. I just, I look really surprised and I say, thank you? <laughs> um, go ahead and roll a sense motive check. 22. Vanessa kind of realizes that it's obvious Lydia's been somewhat traumatized by recent events. And part of what she's doing is, I mean, she's, building a fortress, essentially, and she has the skills to make it a real fortress, and she's kind of doing this out of her own fear that's expressing itself through, like, she's basically, it's obvious she's been working, like, almost nonstop, you know, just catching sleep whenever she literally just falls asleep, unable to keep herself awake. Hopefully while welding. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, she's partially, Vanessa realizes she's Probably partially doing this out of her own traumatized state. But sure. What are you guys doing? So we figured out that if we wanted to do anything about Alistair Crowley, we have to go to Europe. Yep. As far as the research showed. Or we asked your mom and Izzy to go. So one like, was uh, in Scotland and one was in Italy and they're in London. Yeah, Scotland's not that far. It'd be like watching ghost hunters. We send them into the building and we're watching through their keys. Oh. <laughs> now there's someone behind you. Ah! <laughs> ghost facers. Yeah. Ghost facers. <laughs> I mean, if they were over there for any other reason, I wouldn't mind. I would consider asking them to go, but not if Courtney was the one who sent them. And now Courtney's not with us. Uh, it's. I just said it was an option. That's all. I'm not thinking it necessarily. She says, I don't know if 
leaving is the best idea, I just said, I've got nothing right now. And we can go back up to the whiteboard and see if anything jumps out at us, but... Lydia, Lydia looks panicked for a second. Oh, shit, where did I put the whiteboard? <laughs> <laughs> she, or, or, better yet, she erased it all the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> of whatever she's going to do. Did you guys need that? Yeah. <laughs> it's a smart board, right? It, it saves it. <laughs> That's all they have in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But would you trust those? Or do you still use a chalkboard? It's not that I'm anti-technology. But would you trust it if it saved it? Well, I, just, I would have it saved somewhere else, too. Yeah. Okay. I would have it saved on something that wasn't connected to the, you know, the internets. You all cloud. Yeah, all cloud, all the time. Okay, so? Well, I, I suggest, hey... <laughs> Are you really going to be like Fonzie like? Hey. We are somewhat committed for the near future to joining ourselves with the beholders. But we have a whole bunch of people who are willing to follow us and do whatever Vanessa says, but they're nowhere to be found. What if Vanessa took that staff up to the roof of the building and like asked it to like send out a signal? Can we tell them to go there and find it and bring it back to us? He's kind That's of a, what I'm thinking. He's kind of a dick, but I mean... Tell him if he wants his, piece, is no. his other piece back, you can tell him to go find it for him. And here's where it's at. It's true. Well, we'll, we'll, stay, here and, we'll, we'll stay here and be uh, ready for it, I guess. Kill all humans. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my players. <laughs> Okay. Well, Sneer says, I told you I'm only connected to you. He said he's only connected to me. Well, ask if he can do a visual signal to draw the others to us so that we can send them forth to do your bidding. So it's going to be like the bat symbol, only... <laughs> That's kind of what I'm thinking. A, a circle a with some eye stalks? Yeah. Lydia goes... I thought you didn't want him to come here. See, this is this is how the plans tend to work. They're about, they're about as fluid as anything you've ever seen. So, okay. Last night we didn't want anyone here. Now we want someone here. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. Within the tri-state area. Just someone of our choosing. Okay. So nobody from New Jersey. <laughs> Uh, Losnir says to, to Vanessa, like what? What do you mean, like what? You know my abilities. What would you have me do? Remind me, remind Steve of what the abilities are. Magic missile, ray of enfeeblement, levitate, globe of invulnerability, cone of cold, lightning bolt, hold monster, wall of force. I, I got nothing. Steve you has could, Well, did, has anyone in the group put together that this is the same staff that was in those Images we saw? Yeah, Nessa has. Totally. Alright. Well, it was a spear in the in the thing. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, isn't that fairly obvious? 
big oh, I, I, I don't know that it's obvious to Sal or Russ, but Vanessa definitely realized it. Well, I mean, I've been referring to it as a spear, even though it is currently just a staff. I think you also told them you, it wants you to find, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. it wants you to find the head of the spear, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll I don't know that they understand it's Odin's spear. Well, that's neither here nor there. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. In that, in that regard, anyway. I mean, Rose, I'm, still still here, I'm still not convinced that it's not the aliens talking to her, but... <laughs> At least they're saying communication fun. device. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Sal, Russ, you guys can choose, you know, what, what you think it is and what you believe of what Vanessa is telling you, so... Sal yeah, says, well, what hey, was, you did What a... was that guy's name from, um... The town that... I have to go back and find Something his name. Something with an E. Elias Bowman. Elias, Elias Bowman, yeah. Let, uh, can I look up his door and see if I can leave a message? Sure. With it, or we'll find a way to contact him through it? Yeah. Yeah, it probably doesn't have his direct line to him, but you can mm-hmm. definitely leave a message on his on the store phone. Okay. Or somehow answering something. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go. So, uh, I'll leave a message saying, you know, Hey, we need to talk. Give us a call back. Uh, we think we've got a lead on yeah, the other piece. Okay. You know what I'm talking about. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the other piece of his crack pipe. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, monitored by someone else. Or... No, no, no. That's all the, one of the other reasons why I wanted to meet Lydia in person. Mm-hmm. In truthfully, because I was like, yeah. well, let's just tell her all this in person and she can mm-hmm. decide instead of it being over the everything. Okay. So, Russ leaves the message. Wait, wait, what was your... Did we resolve TJ asking, Is do we realize that this is the staff from the pictures? Not really, but... Sal doesn't. Because it hasn't Russ... been explicitly stated to him. <laughs> Russ doesn't. I just don't see her saying it, so I apologize. It's not like I'm trying to be a jerk about it, but I feel like she wouldn't say it because she thinks it's that obvious mm-hmm. that she's been talking about a spear. It's you know, it would just be horrifically coincidental that there's a spear in the pictures that we saw. The the only thing I would say is that when you guys told the story last night to Lydia, you know, Vanessa may have said something to explain it to her about the pictures. I don't know. You can decide on that. Oh yeah. In which I mean, case, Russ and Sal would have that it, heard that. Yeah. At, at one point in the thing, Odin was carrying a, a shining silver spear. Yeah. So I just was going to be like, can't, like, you were, you know, I, with that information, I would maybe suggest, like, oh, in this thing, it showed that you could shine. Can you just shine? But if not, Sal would just say, hey, in the church, you shot a lightning bolt. What if you shot a lightning bolt into the sky a couple times? Wouldn't people just think it's lightning? Well, I mean, if it doesn't look just like a bolt, like if it looks like it's traveling, maybe not. Or maybe they would know at least to go look and investigate. I mean, anything's worth a try. Also, did I have a concept that my eyes look like mercury and that I was and the staff was glowing when I was using it, or when? Most here while like, I gave him control. The the deal with the glowing is when it's in big form, it glows no matter what. It's a very subtle glow. It's not like a bright thing. I'll show okay. Sal that. 
But you know, you don't realize that your eyes get crazy either. I'll hold it up and say it goes all the time. So I don't know if that's going to be enough to attract either. Where did we even tell them we were going? You said follow us. I think we should just drove faster. (laughs) And then you drove away. I don't know that we. Well, then I. Then I will. I will look (laughs) on the news feeds to see if a large group of crazy people on ATVs have showed up anywhere in, you know, the city limits. No. Super. They ran out of gas. Or anywhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're just running on foot. (laughs) So they get hungry and then they eat each other and just keep coming. I'll I'll check the outlying areas just to make sure. Yeah, no reports of anything. Okay. Massive crazy people attack. Squid store. (laughs) <laughs> Attack on Long John Silver's. <laughs> yeah. Burn into the ground. Red Lobster. Red Lobster, yeah. <laughs> the the Red Lobster arsonist. It's terrible. <laughs> Does Vanessa go and use the lightning bolt thing? Sure. Okay. How many charge? Uh, how, much, how much is a lightning bolt charge? One charge. The weather so today is. Stormy. Oh, wait a minute, you said if I'm doing it non-combat, I don't have to use it. True. I said it'd be case by case. But. Okay. Uh, the weather today is actually already stormy. That's just right. Oh, good. Hopefully it'll track lightning, too. <laughs> Zap. <laughs> uh, so it's overcast, raining, thundering. It's more. It's probably more, you know, it's a summer storm, so. If only we had a paramedic on staff. <laughs> yeah. That would be helpful. So, uh, you are, so that's fine. You blast some lightning off into the sky. What is, from more a meta perspective, not meant necessarily in game dialogue, what is your next move? Where would you like to start next session? Well, are we waiting for uh, someone to contact us, or are we going to be... If we don't hear anything quickly, are we going to be active and trying to go look ourselves? I mean, I think that the thought is that none of us want to go to Europe because I don't know how that they would ever let Vanessa board a plane with the staff. Well, I was thinking I might pose some problems too. and Right. I mean, I, well, y- you would look awful suspicious, but like, Assuming that airports are still set up somewhat similarly, like she's not getting through a metal detector. Well, see, you're you're missing the other option here. One, we may have resources with this other group. They may have private jets or. That's true. Right. Well, well okay. Sure. But I guess what I was I guess what I was getting at is like we aren't going to go and like buy tickets to go fly off the no. plane. I think that'd be a terribly, terribly horrible idea. <laughs> So, like one way or another, I, I can't. I can't imagine Losnir waiting in line with the TSA. Yeah, without smiting right. the entire airport. E- <laughs> I kill them. Exactly. I just want to. Not so. that I'm uh, negating what you're saying. There is definitely still security, but I just want to point out that guns are far more prevalent. Do you still? Um, I would say you could probably uh, be permitted. To take a gun on a plane. The people well, with 
genetic mutations. Well, right. That, I mean, yeah, you still have to go through security, and you'd have to have, like, some kind of permit to take the gun with you. I'm just saying it wouldn't be impossible. Mm-hmm. Like it is. My now. thing was more of a like she tries to go through the the metal detector goes off and they're like you'll have to put anything that's metal you I'd know in the tray. <laughs> you haven't just... been able to set it down yet. Yeah, but see, it, what this is what I'll do. I'll put it in the tray and then run through. I'll let it know. It'll be fine if it comes to that. And then you're just gonna keep running. <laughs> You can have that. It'll clip me in the back of the head. <laughs> when I wake up, I'm holding it again. So, I mean, anyway, my point was, like, we need to, we're, we're hoping now to use the Valorites as a resource. So, you know, if the lightning bolt or Russ's phone call or key call, whatever you would refer to it as, um, if either of those were successful, ideally we'd pick up with them showing up or contacting us. Okay. Does anyone else disagree with that? It's nope. I'm too tired to even... I haven't been good at ever coming up with an idea in this whole campaign, but right now would be the last chance I'd have to be able to do that. So, no. Um, how okay. about this? Why don't we end for the night? Um, I will tell you right now that uh, if you are contacted from either of those means, it won't be for, say, another 24 hours. Uh, and that's an if. So, in the meantime, between now and the next campaign, think about what you'd be doing in those in that 24 hours uh, without being contacted and when we come back you guys can all say what you maybe have done or thinking about doing or and if that's sitting around waiting that's fine and we'll pick it up 24 hours later or if you've done something then we can deal with it then does that sound fine? that sounds fair sure okay yeah am I way too braggy to put coherent sentences together for hours on end. I'll just let that one pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hey, ever... I put together lots of coherent sentences tonight. You just said senses. Let's just be clear. <laughs> and we'll leave it right there for this week. Thanks for listening to the LTM Gaming Podcast. You can find us online at ltmgaming.com on Twitter at LTM Gaming or reach us via email at podcast at ltmgaming.com. We love to hear your thoughts and questions. As always, we do appreciate any five-star ratings you'd like to leave on iTunes. Tune in next week for the next installment of The Crushing Depths.